Welcome to Mindful Actions. I'm Beth Backus, and I'll be your host as we travel to the center of your universe. I saw a quote the other day on my box of Earl Grey tea, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since. It said, sometimes the gray area is the most interesting. Let's stop and just for a moment, let you think about what that means to you. Sometimes the gray area is the most interesting. This simple quote got me thinking on so many different levels, so let's start to unpack it today. First of all, I want to talk about the scientific approach to this in the eyes of mindfulness and meditation. This is one of the basic meditation fundamentals that I learned in my certification training, and it was one of the first things that popped into my head when I read this quote. Did you know that meditation increases the level of gray matter in the brain? Why is this important? Well, the gray matter contains the most neural cell bodies and it collects, processes, and sends nerve information to the body through the spinal cord. The more gray matter you have, the more motor and cognitive function you have. The amount of gray matter you have in your brain tends to peak in your 20s and then it stabilizes for a while and then decreases as we get older. But the good news is that you can do some things to help stabilize your gray matter for a longer period of time in your life. And you already know what I'm going to say you can do, right? (laughs) Physical activity, meditation, and memory exercises will do the trick. So I personally think that's super interesting. So the quote still stands. Sometimes the gray area is the most interesting, literally. The abundance or lack of gray matter is what makes us who we are. I never want you to forget the internal benefits of mindfulness and meditation. Even if you feel like you are a scatterbrained mess and quote unquote proper meditation feels impossible, the fact that you are even trying it is benefiting your long life outcomes. So cheers to you for starting on that journey with me. Now, The next set of thoughts that come to my mind with the quote obviously had to do with the idea that life isn't always black and white. I'm guessing that was what many of you thought of as well as your first instinct. According to WebMD, black and white thinking is a thought pattern that makes people think in absolutes. So this is right and this is wrong. Things are all good or things are all bad. There's nothing in between and it's all or nothing. Just think about how much of your life you would be missing if you have that mindset. When you don't have the ability or the imagination to think about all of the what ifs in life. I took a poll on Instagram this week and most of us think we think in the all gray mindset. We think we think in the all gray mindset. We want to believe that we have a growth mindset and are able to accept change and new ways of doing things. But there's no way this can be the case all the time. Think about that last argument that you had, or the last time you were extremely frustrated or disappointed in a situation. What was your mindset like when you were experiencing this? Chances are, you were reverting to old ways of thinking where you thought you were correct and it wasn't going the way you planned it out in your head. Now, I don't want you to start thinking negatively about yourself around this, and I want you to turn it into a gray situation. Maybe it was black and white before, and now we're going to reevaluate it. You can do that after the fact. It doesn't always have to be during when it's happening. We all have emergency response patterns ingrained in us after years and years and years of being told things are right or wrong. The first step is to simply begin to acknowledge that you do sometimes think things are black and white, whether you realize it or not. And it's okay to look back on it afterwards and be like, you know what? Maybe I wasn't seeing things really that clearly in that moment. 
And then you move on and you adjust your thought pattern next time. Don't dwell on it. Remember, the best way to apologize is to change the behavior. So don't just come out and say, you were right, I was wrong. Change the way you treat the person or the situation next time around. And all of that starts with mindfulness. I was reading the book called Stop Missing Your Life by Corey Mascara. He's one of my favorite mindfulness teachers. And in the beginning of the book, he talks about how when he first started practicing mindfulness, he thought that ignoring your past and blocking it out helped you to be more present right now. And throughout the chapters, he explains how it's actually the exact opposite. You need to dive deep, embrace, encourage, and learn from your past in order to feel peace right now. Blocking everything out does nothing to help you heal and grow. You need to learn how to acknowledge and change those old behaviors before they continue to run your life, making you numb inside. So I'm going to challenge you a bit this week. I'm going to make you second guess some things. I want you to be mindful that there's so many things that we think we're being open-minded about and we're being free about and we're willing to accept change, but in reality, we're only willing to accept it if it goes our way. And again, there's nothing wrong with that if it's not the total norm of everything that you do. We are all a work in progress. We have to unlearn old behaviors every single day if we want to continue to grow. So that's your mindful action for this week. Notice when you're thinking in a black and white mindset and when you're stuck and when you're frustrated and how you can use mindfulness to rearrange those thoughts to make it a gray area that you're open-minded about, therefore making it more interesting. How great would it be if you could use mindfulness to make the gray more interesting, to stop an argument in its tracks and opt for the peaceful route? I challenge you to increase the gray matter in your mind a little bit more this week. And now, if you don't mind, I'm going to go put on the tea kettle and brew up a cup of Earl Grey tea while we participate in our meditation. Let's get inspired to dig deep today into thoughts that may be a little bit uncomfortable for you. I know you can do it. You are strong and you are willing to learn and grow with me. And that's the very first step right there. Begin to allow yourself to feel present and centered. Notice how it feels to be sitting here right now. How your mind and your body are reacting to this moment of peace and calm. Breathe in through your nose and sigh out through your mouth. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, and breathe out. Focus on your breath and allow your thoughts to slow down and begin to settle.
Now I want you to think about the last time your sense of ease and your sense of peace was put in jeopardy. Why, in that moment, did you feel unsettled and frustrated? What or who was threatening your mindset? What did you feel physically and emotionally during this period? Now, let's think back to your past. Depending on the situation you're thinking about, think about back to when you were a child and developing your own thoughts and behaviors, or maybe it was in school or at the workplace. Is the response you had to this situation something that was modeled to you by others? Maybe it was a family member or a teacher or a coworker, and it was the first impression or maybe even a repeated impression you had as a response to this type of circumstance. I really want you to sit and uncover this important part of you that you've most likely been overlooking. Think about why you get frustrated in the way that you do. What does it stem from? And now I want you to come back to focusing on a few deep breaths on your own, focusing on the action of the breath, the air coming into your body and the air leaving your body. And now you're going to think about how you can respond differently when a similar situation arises again. How can you change the narrative? 
How can you change the outcome with your response? Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. You don't have control over what someone else does, but you do have control over your own response. And that simple adjustment can be the trigger that sets a whole new set of things into motion. You have the power to change a situation based off of the way that you react. So take a deep breath and begin to bring your awareness back to you and your body here in this room. And know that I'm sending you good vibes this week because I know that you are brave. And as you begin to notice what you are seeing in the black and white, you can begin to change your response. Thank you for meditating with me today. Peace love and om and make sure to reach out to me on social media for continued support throughout the week on this mindful action